Welcome to $5 Tuesdays. We are back. And Skylar, I think we need to institute a new rule because the movie that we are reviewing today, Paddington 2, was not available on streaming. And that alone nearly broke the podcast. I found uh, it on streaming. What? Where Max, is it streaming? Max. It's on Max. Oh, uh, when was this? <laughs> uh, I watched it on I watched it on Max yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's annoying because I bought it on Amazon uh, because it was not streaming anywhere. <laughs> but that that that's okay. Uh, but Max you, is also not super like that's not like one of the. I mean, the, the core streaming services I I think personally would be like Netflix. Hulu, Disney Plus. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Apple TV. I have... So, because uh, I am not... No no, no longer geographically linked uh, to my parents, who... We, we, were, we, we were the octopus on their uh, Netflix account. Um, we have not had access to Netflix in a few in a few months and honestly it well uh, okay here's a pro tip for anyone who's been kicked off their netflix family account you can still stream it on like mobile devices so phones tablets yeah it's all good there but can't get it on like tvs or streaming sticks or whatever is it is do they block the app like are you when you uh, is it when you say like you can get it mobile is that via the app or do you like go into the like in a browser and go to like no 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 yeah just on on, on the app oh, and okay. I, I yeah i don't know if the rationale is that like you have like your 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 phone your tablet your computer th- those are obviously more mobile devices you you might take that when you're on a business trip or when you're you know visiting friends or family or i don't know just going somewhere but you don't bring your tv with you uh when you go to those places so and anyway yeah uh, yeah. Net, uh, just real quick on netflix yeah yeah netflix, yeah netflix every so often they'll put out something that i feel like is worth watching but like the stuff i don't know i i'm a huge fan like you can get better call Saul on there or um peaky blinders is one of my very favorite shows was uh, is available through um, Netflix, but for the most part, we we we're not in Netflix nearly as much um, as our other streaming services. Like, what are you in most? Do you think? Uh, probably probably Max and Hulu. Okay, I mean, it, so and on, honestly, for us, it's Max, Hulu, Disney Plus. Uh, but but again, that that's just because we don't have access to Netflix. So, right. um, so like Better Call Saul, that second one. What, what did you say? Pinky Blind Girls. Yes, that's it. That's it. That was such a dig. That's my favorite. It's like, oh, Skylar watches Pinky Blind Girls. <laughs> you guys can't, see, listeners can't see this, but I'm, I'm actually crying. He's, his face is getting so red right now. He's so mad. <laughs> um. All right. Well, again, I was a well, can. I was a fan of Killian Murphy before Oppenheimer. Let me just say that. That's okay. true. I, I just I don't want anyone to think that I'm just some some, you know, some uh, front runner like 
I, I'm only on the Killian Murphy bandwagon because of Oppenheimer. Okay. I was I was in way before anyone else. Before like before you were even in a position to be seriously considering these sorts of things, yeah. you confided in me that you would love to name a son of yours Killian. That like you so you have been a Killian Murphy <laughs> guy. I mean, and 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 obviously, like you weren't like, I'm gonna name my son Killian in honor of Killian Murphy, but <laughs> you 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 you've you've liked the name Killian and you've been a Killian Murphy guy for yes many, many, many years. Yes, huge fan. Yeah. Oh man, I just realized we we've known each other for like 10 years now. I know. As I mean, like a, like a, like 90, eleven. Eleven, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Holy cow. Oh man. Um I was gonna say, well, uh, first, what are you watching? What are you watching these days? You sh- are you are you doing anything new or is it all rerun stuff? No, so uh Peacemaker. My, oh I I I I love Peacemaker. I've <laughs> I'm back on I'm, the watch list. I'm I'm so mad that like so peacemaker appears to be one of the like things that they're bringing over into the quote unquote dcu from the dceu oh. like with the okay. james gunn takeover yeah, yeah like i mean it's his project so i'm not surprised that he's like oh and by the way uh peacemaker crosses continuity yeah that 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 one will keep uh but it it feels like season two of peacemaker is very low on James James Gunn's list of priorities right Interesting. now. Interesting. Um, I think it had like like aside from you being a fan of it, I I think it did well uh yeah. review wise. It so yeah, like Peacemaker as as a show and just you know with with what John Cena's been able to do with the character in the Suicide Squad and and Peacemaker, it has it's kind of relaunched um, interest in the character. There's a, I think it's wrapped up now, uh, but there was a mini series in, in comics called Peacemaker tries hard. And it definitely borrows from kind of the John Cena vision of the character. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them to, to do more with it. it. It definitely is kind of like a, fan favorite cult classic thing but more recently uh we my my wife and i were almost done with season two of our flag means death uh which is like i i I can't recommend that enough it's 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 a fun quirky silly show with a lot of heart um i'm slowly making my way through kind of this first batch of episodes of season two of invincible um and then like we 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 have a few kind of ongoing shows uh i think it's like season 16 of bob's burgers that's streaming oh right now gosh. so yeah bob's we, burgers is yeah amazing but uh what 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 about you what are you what are you watching any um, recommendations so okay I, i'm it, i don't know i mean how many people even are going to listen to this episode i'm guessing in the you know minimum of 500 thousand sure uh so i I know i'm late to the game with this but um 
let, let me give a little bit of backstory here. So I have tried getting, I've got some friends that are very, very into anime. Um, have you dabbled in anime at all? Um, I have watched Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Legend okay. of Korra, and uh, Studio Ghibli movies. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. I've seen Avatar as well, but um, huge Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z fan. Um, other than that, I hadn't gotten into, and like I watched like Saturday morning Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon. Oh sure, yeah. But outside of that, I didn't get into anything. And I had some friends recommend Attack on Titan, mm. and um, I know it's like it's a really popular. Anime. Doesn't it have like. A thousand seasons it just no it just barely ended it's only oh, four okay seasons. it's only four seasons i think i'm thinking of one piece then one piece Ma- and naruto yeah. has a lot too i think yeah and, and there were a bunch of branches off of both of those but yeah um so attack on titan um i just finished season one and it is so good like <laughs> crazy good uh i think a lot of times so anime is not the only one that's guilty of this but a lot of times like the mandalorian did this for example you have like episodes of of a show that has tons of filler Mm -hmm. uh, and anime gets really off (laughs) it's really wild sometimes with those filler episodes like like, i remember specifically an episode of dragon ball z where goku and piccolo like go to get goku's driver's license uh and they're wearing like hawaiian button-up shirts and and it's just like like the episodes sandwiching it are like you know major fighting it it just it just doesn't fit it's just kind of funky um but attack on titan has no filler um and it it's really good like the story is just so cool and it um i i think sometimes too like anime can feel really really uh i don't even know what the right word it this one does not feel like a it doesn't feel like a uh any other anime um that i've seen before even like significantly less anime feel than like dragon ball z does so Mm -hmm. i would highly recommend um at least the first few episodes and just seeing if it's something you're into but it's really good uh, I think the last, so my, my buddies said that they, uh, cause they just wrapped it, but the last episode or the last episode had like two parts to it or something like that. And there was like a year or something in between like the last, oh, something crazy like that. Um, but it, it, uh, it was well worth. And, and another weird thing with it was, so I think sp- between season one and two, there was like a five or six year hiatus or something like that. They, and I think it had crazy good reviews, but like the actual production of the show just was, I don't know the details of what happened, but I just kind of an odd, uh, just note with it, but yeah. Been kind of sporadic with production. Um, so it's like if, well, I, I, I don't know what the, what the reception for like the last bit of it is. I I'm, I'm assuming that, you know the i've heard it's amazing yeah yeah fan, it only gets better enjoyed it throughout so it's it, it it's it's a really popular 
show that got canceled a few times, had a few years between seasons. And it, 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 it sounds like if Arrested Development had been able to keep the the steam and momentum going from those early seasons yeah. and bridge it into the later ones. Yeah. Um, I have one quick trivia question for you. Oh, and then I have yeah. a question just kind of to wrap up yes. 2023. Yes. Uh, would, would you care to take a guess as to how many episodes of One Piece have been released? Oh my gosh. Did you look up One Piece versus Naruto, by the way, how many episodes there are? I'll I'll look up uh, Naruto while you guess. Okay, okay. Um, because One Piece, I think, is what they call them like the big three. It's like One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. I think are the big three. So One Piece is like a huge deal. Uh, I would guess. Um, let's see. So let's just say. I'm going to say 1500. Okay. I'm a little bit disappointed because you, you overshot it, but I know are... I, you know what, you know what, My, I, I'm so sorry because I always feel when I, when I find something like some crazy number like this and then I ask my wife, she almost always overshoots it. And then I just feel so disappointed. I'm like, I mean, it's not that crazy, I guess, but yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, get, get, guess, guess how much this costs. Uh, I don't know. 14,000. Um, it, it, it's, it's 600, but that seems pretty crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. What's the no, number? Well, so it, it's, it's 1,085 episodes, oh my uh, gosh. 13 TV specials and 15 movies. It, it, I, 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 I saw an article like, you know, pull quote that said that if, if you were to watch all of it, you know, back to back to back to back, it would take about 18 days nonstop oh to watch gosh. all of the one piece stuff. Wow. So Naruto is another big one that you've, you've got the original series that has 220 episodes, but then uh, Naruto Shippuden has 500. So that brings oh. the total up on that show to 720, which one piece though, man still beats I mean, out. Yeah. Like a- anime fans don't know how good they've got it. I I'm, yeah. I'm feral, just <laughs> like gnawing, n- gnawing on my knuckles, waiting for the next eight episodes of a show that I love to release. Can you imagine a thousand episodes of the Clone Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, er, the early seasons where it was really childish sometimes felt like it was it was more than that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I would love more content. Are you kidding me? That that'd be fantastic. Uh, Captain Rex, it's me, Fives. It's time for us to get our driver's licenses. <laughs> <laughs> Put on uh, this Hawaiian yeah. shirt. Talk about talk about filler episodes. I wonder yeah. how many of those One Piece episodes are filler. That's a great question. They did um so they they remade Dragon Ball Z and they called it Dragon Ball Z Kai and it's mm-hmm. they cut out the filler episodes and they cut out like all the filler scenes within episodes. So it's just the, you know, the meaningful stuff and mm-hmm. I'm sure it cut it down like <laughs> a third of the series. 
It's like nine episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's like just crazy how much stuff is in there. You're like, all right, let's kind of get to the point here. I didn't mind it as much when I was younger, but rewatching it later on as an adult, I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is a bit much. <laughs> all right. But I've been I, spoiled I, with Attack on Titan, though. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think I'll try another anime after this, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's spoiled me so much that I don't know if I'll be able to handle anything else. I'm 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 definitely going to check it out because like I've heard enough about it, you know, being like from from fans of anime, but and I see. oh yeah I have on Hulu my yeah I've been watching it on Hulu, but I have some friends who, um, my my friends that are anime fans they usually watch it with the subtitles uh, over the Japanese. Mm-hmm. And um, they actually watch this one with the dub, the dub version instead of the subtitles, because it's actually a decent sub. And I would uh, dub and I would agree, like it doesn't sound too cringy listening to it. Cool. Worth a shot. Um, The other thing is, so at the beginning of this year, this same group of friends that do the anime or whatever, we we started like a a movie watch club once a month. And so Mm -hmm. this year we watched once a month, we'd get together and watch horror, a horror movie. Um, And we're actually wrapping it. Like we were consistent. I did not think we would be consistent, but we watched a horror movie. And one month we actually did two, but um, we did it every month for the entire year. Nice. Impressive. Yeah. Any impressed. And and any, any recommendations like from that? Watch club. Um, yeah, so so one that is I think still in theaters um is Talk to Me, which was Ooh, yeah. made by the Raka is it Raka 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 guys? They're like YouTube, they're they're famous YouTubers who this was their first movie they made, but yeah, um, that one uh was great. We watched uh my favorite, I think, on the list was uh The Witch which is uh-huh. a few years old, but that is um, Robert Egg- Eggers. Yep, Eggers. Yeah. yeah. He did and The Lighthouse. Did The Lighthouse. We watched The Lighthouse yeah. as well. I liked The Lighthouse is um, not very horror. It's yeah. kind of just, there, I mean, there's some stuff in there that's kind of unsettling to see. Right. Uh, but he, I think they just wrapped Nosferatu. That's his next movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know yeah. if he wrapped it. I There's something... I, I, I can't remember if it was rap. No, I think they did just rap it. Or something. Well, my name's Nosferatu when I'm here to say. Yeah, it's a musical. It's a musical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, The Witch was probably my favorite on the list. Um, Barbarian came out last year and we watched that. Uh, that. That was our January movie, but a lot of good ones. Some not so good. Like there was one called The Descent. Um, mm-hmm. I had seen it a long time ago. And the acting is just awful in it. But uh, <laughs> last month we did Cabin in the Woods. That was highly high. Mm. That was very high on my list as well. Like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, really, really good stuff. The Witch. The Witch is crazy good. The Vavitch. The Vavitch. Uh, that's right. As, as, as it is stylized. Um, but saying it out loud, I I realized that that may sound more crude than I meant for it to. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I just wanted to let our listeners know that, uh, I also have friends outside of this podcast, but we, we, we didn't get, we, we didn't watch movies this year, but pro- probably next year, uh, 
my uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, other friends. Um, we're going to do a lot of cool stuff. Davis is just going to watch Terrifier 2. <laughs> Have you heard about ter- Terrifier 2, Davis? No, but it sounds like something that is definitely not something that I would be interested in watching. It it's it's a yeah it's like a I wouldn't even call it a slasher it's more just like a it's just a gore there's yeah. no story I don't think either I haven't it, seen it, it but I've I've heard it's pretty notorious for just the 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 gruesomeness of it 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 had a budget of two hundred fifty thousand dollars so I have to imagine that they yeah went pretty pretty hard on compensating no the 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 only horror movie that I'm interested in watching over and over and over is um, Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, yes. When I'm just Pooh, kidding. Blood, um, that, yeah, yeah, no, but it was a good... I think we're going to try and switch it up next year. We're, we're contemplating what genre we would like to do next. Uh, we're possibly thinking martial arts would be kind of fun. I, I don't know a whole bunch about... Um, martial arts but like there's some really good jet lee um movies and mm-hmm. uh yeah stoked so yeah we'll let you know i'll keep you posted on the cool. next episode what we're gonna do for 2024 well yeah please let let me know I, yeah. so as as we as we look forward to to 2024 i i, I wanted to just kind of take take a brief moment to discuss the state of cinema in 2023 um there 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 was an article i read that was pretty pre- pretty interesting to me you 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 may have read it or seen the headline but um with aquaman and the, and the last kingdom coming out next month or i i guess this month now um now that we're in december there are going to be a total of 14 movies released in 2023 which had a budget of over $200 million. Wow. And unless Aquaman exceed, like outpaces what, um, what it is, what it is expected to do. There's only going to be one movie that did better than breaking even, or, you know, better than barely breaking even of these 14 movies. So it is expected. What's that? Are you are you am I guessing the 14 movies? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. So I mean like uh all of the all of the Marvel releases, all of the DC releases that that, that have come out this year, those have all been over 200 million. Uh Fast X was over 200 million. Um Elemental and I Wish. I didn't even know that there was a I didn't even know that there was a fast movie that came out this year. I'm going to be I, I I thought for sure that Fast X and uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts came out last year, but apparently both of those were in 2023. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, in, in in some ways, 2023 has gone by in a blink. In other ways, you could have told me that Fast X came out during the Obama administration and I would have believed you. Um, <laughs> that, was one of, that was the last one with Paul Walker, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, I, I, I believe Paul Walker left us in fast seven, but, but okay. it boggles the mind that there are still three more that have come out since then. And I think the next one, they go to space anyway, I, I'm, I'm losing the thread point being 
we have a glut of movies that are spending over $200 million on their budget, but the vast majority of them seem to be failing to make that back. And so I wonder what you think about some of these, some of these movies that seem to have like overinflated budgets and how, how are we going to get, get out of this? Or is this kind of the, I don't know, the death rattle for theaters, because I feel like every year we hear, oh, like this movie saved cinema because it got people in theaters. I don't know. I would be interested to hear your perspective with this, but at least what has been the case this this year uh, here in in Salt Lake, um, the theaters are busy every night. Hmm. They're like it used to be thinking back to last year. I don't even remember what the big shows were last year uh, that people were going to see. Did Spider-Man come out last? That was two years ago. Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that was like Christmas 2021. Oh, um, uh, what was the Tom Cruise one that came out last year? Oh, Top Gun. Top Gun, Top Gun was the big, the big one. I think that was the summer. <laughs> um, but like, I, I felt like when, like when Top Gun came out, it was the weekends and then Tuesdays are uh-huh. still $5 here. And so the thank weekends, you to our listeners. Yes. Yes. Uh, the Tuesdays and the weekends were busy and I, I can't, I can't drive by the theater any night now where that parking lot is not entirely filled. Yeah. Uh, and so my thought is <clears throat> um, Marvel, Marvel, I, or maybe it's just superheroes in general, but more specifically Marvel, just because of how successful they have been in the past. Um, they've put out some duds uh, or movies that I wouldn't need. Like, I don't remember the last Marvel movie I saw in theaters. Um, I think the, the newest release Marvel that I saw was Thor Love and Thunder, which mm. I think was last year that came out, but yeah. it was not in theaters. Um, I Oh, wait, no, Doctor Strange might have come out since then. I can't remember. I, I'm yeah. losing it. Did Doctor Strange come out more recently? Yep. Was that this year? Um, I'm checking because again, 2023. I saw Doctor Strange in theaters. No, that was the that was last. 22. That was the last one I saw in theaters. Was Doctor Strange? Um, okay. and I really, I really liked Doctor Strange, but I, I think I don't, I don't even want to necessarily say it's like superhero fatigue, uh, because I actually do think Marvel has done a good job of not making it feel uh the same as as what it did um like in the you know with uh what is it end game and and everything prior to that yeah. um the infinity but, saga yeah the infinity saga yes thank you uh but i just i think that something that is kind of a natural uh and it's not even a progression but just a natural way of things is like the superheroes that i was interested in seeing like were part of the infinity saga <laughs> um and that's not to say i wouldn't watch anything 
that comes out past that. Like Gambit is one of my very, very favorite superheroes. And I think a lot of people get excited like that, you know, X-Men are coming into the Marvel universe and, and that stuff. But also like, I, yeah, like the, the superheroes that I was most excited for seeing um, are kind of making their way out of the cinematic universe. And so if Marvel is going to continue having these big budgets, um, the, I, I, I just don't think they're going to draw the same crowds um, to go see heroes that like, I just don't think comics in general as big as they are now. So if it was like a very comic uh, heavy world and kids were still reading comics a lot, um, they might have more interest in in some of the new things getting pushed out, but I I don't know I I guess I'm specifically speaking to Marvel in this, but um, I I would imagine that budgets for movies uh, that could even be why they've been producing things more, releasing them as series on Disney Plus. I don't know if production goes. I would imagine production goes down with those. Um, but like, I, I, I have a zero interest in seeing a Marvel movie, um, this year, uh, but there's been plenty of other things that I have been really excited to see. And the only one that I think was probably higher budget, I know like Oppenheimer and Barbie both were, but I, after did Oppenheimer wasn't on that list though of, of the 14, was it? I don't think so. Let's check. Barbie might have surpassed it with their advertising because I know the advertising was a ton. Yeah, Oppenheimer was a hundred million. So oh. the 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 movies and 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 Barbie was one forty five. So did the, the creator movie, did the creator surpass the two hundred? Uh, I doubt it. But okay, let's see. that was uh, the other one that I was thinking might. Yeah, now eighty million. That, oh wow. That's, it, it it's it's crazy like 200's a lot right right like yeah, you, like that's you, a lot yeah you you hear these numbers thrown around and 200 has become more and more common but like you can make yeah that's very a lot immersive big spectacular movies yeah and not come anywhere close to 200 yeah that that really is surprising cuz <clears throat> i I mean, the I I would say the the biggest movies that I have seen this year would be those three, as far as like ones that I felt like had spent the most. I, I I'm trying to rack my brain for others, but um, yeah. also the beginning of this year, I don't even remember what came out. So, oh, Super I, Mario Bros. was that? Oh that yeah, was, that was probably a lower budget though too. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I, um, I can't imagine that touched it. But anyway, my my thought is mainly with marvel i don't even know how many movies they released this year um but it seemed like they were that there was a, like a hiatus for movies for a bit with the series and then mm -hmm. trying to release more movies again and i just haven't been nearly as interested in the movies as i was in the series so um i don't know just kind of a tangent there but the superhero movies just don't seem to be doing as well as they have in the past yeah and i mean I, I I think when when we talk about like big over the top, you know, spectacular movies with huge budgets that are expected to clear huge numbers in the box office, um, like MCU movies in particular get get brought up. Uh, we 
we have now come to expect the annual Martin Scorsese quote about the MCU and how like it, it, it's it's not cinema. It's just a theme park, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, and like, OK, sure. You know, like, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is not aspiring to the same things as <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, exactly. Yeah, like like point taken. That's that that that's totally fine. And I I, I like I understand that there are levels in, in movies, but like knocked up was not aspiring for the same things that the departed was or or, or yeah. whatever. It, like there 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 has always been levels to cinema. Right. Um I, I I think like when you look at the top, let's say three to five movies over the last 10 to 15 years in terms of like box office, the MCU up until the past year or two has been like yeah. right at the top every year. Yeah. They, they, they've been carrying water for some of these oh, like, I agree. smaller movies to, to be made or, or distributed in the, like, I, I, I don't know the numbers, right. But it feels like at an increasing rate, people are talking about the fate of movie theaters as we know it. Um, kind of being up in the air and where where you are it sounds like things are doing pretty well where I am like it's it, it it's a lot more sparse I I can I I can imagine a a future where the area where I'm living in in, in middle Georgia a more rural part of the country has much fewer theaters um and uh, i don't know my, my my thing is like i i did not care about iron man when 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 iron man came out but it was a great movie and then all of a sudden i cared about iron man to the point where like i you know for for the 10 years after that if iron man was in a movie i knew that i was guaranteed to go to it because it was awesome um coincidentally the one movie that has like cleared its budget and 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 been profitable this year that was over that whopping 200 million dollar budget was uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm, okay, yeah. And that I did see that I did see that in theaters actually. I like Okay. Well, there you go. You you were part of it. Thank you. Um I I didn't know a thing about the guardians of the galaxy before I went to see that movie, but Marvel had like bought enough goodwill from me as to where I was willing to roll the dice. Hey, it's Chris Pratt, you know, Zoe Saldana, like Bradley Cooper. We, 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 we've got a good cast that, that I trust. So let, let's see it. And that became one of my favorite, like sub franchises or groups in the Marvel universe. Yeah. And I like I'm willing to give Marvel a little bit more uh, slack when it comes to like what they're doing, because I, I can believe in their, their vision, but I also don't like, I don't know what, what, what sometimes feels like almost a contempt for the audience where 
they're just like, oh, you know, just like keep keep going. Like we'll we'll shoot we'll shoot it this way now, and then if we need to, we'll do reshoots, which are like notoriously expensive because. Bi- I don't know. I I I feel like there's a lot of pride or or or, or some sort of thought like, well, of course we're going to clear a billion dollars on this movie. So what what does it even matter if we spend two hundred twenty million, you know, in budget? But right. it, it, it it seems like audiences aren't having like that same level of connection to to some of these characters, and so they aren't feeling uh like they they need to go out and see it opening weekend or you know may, may, maybe i'll just wait until streaming and it, it it's it's disappointing because i feel like hollywood writ large is learning all of the wrong lessons from the success of things like marvel over the past 10 years where it's like oh we just need to pour way more money into these things and yeah. then they'll make even more money uh but but again, like I, I watched Transformers Rise of the Beasts on an airplane, probably the worst possible anticipated viewing experience. <laughs> like that, that that's not what Michael Bay had in mind, but <laughs> uh but like the the plot was just unbelievably threadbare. I didn't care about any of the characters. The fights were cool, but I didn't see that and think like, man, I can't wait to see what happens to the, to the beasts and to the transformers. Uh, if, if they do a, like, you know, if, if, if they do another movie, I just thought like, Oh, that was cool. I'm, you know, playing touchdown. I'm ready to go. And I'm, I'm okay with studios ponying up money for things that like need a certain level of investment, but, I don't want to feel like it's up to me to like save studios from their bad decisions on how they spent money. Because again, like I mean, I don't know, $200 million is like the GDP of a small nation. We, we don't need that for some of these movies. So I hope they tell more like engaging, interesting stories, give, give movies the budget that they need, but not so large that, on day one, you already know this is going to be a financial disaster, a complete flop, and you know some multiple people are going to get fired over it. Yeah, so um, I actually uh, just in response, I guess I was looking at the list because I was interested. Um, yeah, I hadn't even thought about. I hadn't thought about just because, like, like I said, what I've seen, what you were mentioning, like it's the theaters have have been very busy and so in my mind like the main shows that weren't doing well mm-hmm. were were like the marvel ones it's so interesting though how many of these are disney movies yeah like, um <clears throat> uh i mean fast x that's disney right off the get go isn't it I think so. I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> fast, fast, I, I don't think like, Fast X is. Oh no, no, I mean, no! That that <laughs> f- famously Universal. Uh, that they're they 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 have a ride. I'm, no, I'm fast just, the yeah, I know. I know. I just um, was. Yeah. Indiana Jones is Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, Confirmed. Little Mermaid. I would yep. imagine. Uh, yeah. This one actually surprised me, which it was on my list. I saw it in theaters. 
um, sh- shocking uh, is Mission Impossible. Dead oh, Red yeah. One. I loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I it, This is just my opinion on that specifically. Is it came out the week before Oppenheimer and Barbie dropped, or it might have been a week or two before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it like killed for a week, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just dwindled. Like everyone was just going to see those other two movies. Um, I think just unfortunate timing on the release with that one. Well, and and um the the writers and actors strike kind of came around that time as well and so i remember there were there were reports that tom cruise was looking for kind of like a special dispensation to try and hype up uh mission impossible because like that was a good movie fun movie it 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 was it was a part one of two and so you know it, it didn't it didn't hit all of the notes but it talk about like implicit trust if if Tom Cruise is in an action movie, I'm in. Yeah. And agreed. And 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 like I don't think that he has worn out any goodwill uh in the community like in, in the film community with his ability to make a profitable action movie, but it is unfortunate that is. a that that a fun movie like that wasn't able to to make back its budget. Uh you 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 mentioned Disney um having like so many of these at least half at least yeah half yeah and 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 i just think about like the number of times where i've seen you know speculation or articles that disney in particular is looking to like sell off pieces of the company uh like possibly selling espn to an interested bidder uh espn it's has been doing it. a bunch of stuff to try and like stay afloat anyway i'm 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 sending a classic tweet uh where it, it, it says food two hundred dollars data one hundred fifty rent eight hundred candles thirty six hundred dollars utility one fifty someone who is good at the economy please help me budget this my family is dying and it's like D- Disney's like I don't know what is going on we have been trying so like we're we're scrimping we're saving we're doing everything we can to to stay afloat but for some reason the budgets just like the the we we can't balance the books it's like okay well disney your your $3600 in candles a month uh on 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 your budget is all of these 200 million dollar movies that flop well and i'm like part of it for me is just like i i think we, we i think we've all like we can take a break with the live action remakes of Disney movies. Um, I, I yeah. I, uh, well, there hasn't been one that I've seen that I'm like I think I prefer that to the original. So does maybe does, Aladdin? I really actually did like the Aladdin one. I thought that one was fun. Does your son enjoy watching those? The uh, the animated ones. The live action ones. Uh, oh. Um. I don't even know if we've attempted to watch one with him just because like yeah. the Lion King is one of his very favorite movies. And uh-huh. I, I know he wouldn't like the live action nearly as much as the animated. You're you're like, Hey Graham, you know how you love how colorful and vibrant the animated Lion King is. 
what if I told you there was a movie out there that had photorealistic animals acting in all of these roles, but they fell in the uncanny valley because of their inability to emote with their eyes or mouth? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like Lion King, but let's, yeah, and also subtract the amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Actually, I, I never saw the live action, so maybe it did have a good soundtrack, but it there 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 were there were touches, but mo- most of the like highest of highs when it came to um good soundtrack moments were was when they were borrowing from the original. I I I just I've I've always assumed that these live action remakes were to try and like get the next generation of of disney kids like excited and interested and so i I, i've just been operating under the assumption that there are legions of i don't know five to 12 year olds who just love the disney live action remakes and and they're so magical and like in 20 years from now they're going to look back at those movies and be like wow that was you know such a great well, like I, I'm so lucky that I grew up when all these movies were being released. Right. Like I, I saw the first five minutes of the live action Mulan and I will never attempt to watch that movie again. <laughs> I, 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 but I love the animated Mulan. Like yeah. that, that's, I don't yeah. know. There, 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 there is an element of magic that is lost when, when, when you try to do everything live action and and this this goes beyond the disney remakes but like with with the disney remakes i i think the biggest the the ones that have been most successful for me are the ones that try to do something different than a direct adaptation so like uh cruella starring emma stone yeah i thought that, that one was I, great yeah I, I i thought it was great because it was like expanding the canon not just going for a retread yeah, yeah, like a, it's like a, like um, like an origin story, right? Yes, something that we didn't have before. Like Hook, Hook is an example of kind of mm-hmm. kind of the same idea where yeah. it's different than you know the original story. But yeah, I yeah. I, I would agree. I think um, I, I don't know if they're just fresh out of uh, ideas at Disney, uh-huh. um, but there's a lot of recycled material going around yeah all right well speaking of movies that expand the original canon um let's let let, let's dive into our our review for this uh for this episode we are we're we're going to be covering paddington 2 this of course is uh one of the three greatest films of all time according to pedro pascal's character in uh the unbearable weight of massive talent one of the greatest like buddy movies of all time um and like having watched it i i it, it it was more than a gag this this is a legitimately excellent movie. Um, but yeah, so Pat Paddington two originally dropped in January of 2018, uh, directed by Paul King. It has uh, Hugh Grant, Hugh Bonneville, uh, Brendan Gleeson, Sally Hawkins, 
It's um, a crazy star-studded cast. Basically, like, if you are a good British actor, you were in this movie. Um, if you were in Harry Potter, you're likely in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, settled in with the Brown family, Paddington the Bear is a popular member of the community who spreads joy and marmalade wherever he goes. One fine day, he spots a pop-up book in an antique shop the perfect present for his beloved aunt's 100th birthday. Um, when, when a thief steals the prized book, Paddington embarks on an epic quest to unmask the culprit before aunt Lucy's big celebration. Uh, yeah. I mean, with that Skylar, what, what, what were your general thoughts? Okay. So um, I, I, first of all, I loved it. Uh, you and I both have not seen the first. So this was our, intro to the Paddington universe was the second movie. Um, but In, so, into the Paddington verse. Exactly. Uh, we, my, my family and I, we do like a family movie night once a week. And so the previous one that we had done was home alone. Um, because mm. after explaining the plot to my son, uh, he was very interested and in, especially, you know, Kevin setting traps for the bad guys because he's really into making traps right now. <laughs> so he loved Home Alone. I will say, um, after I like it's been a while since I had seen Home Alone, and there's quite a bit of stuff in there that I did not find very uh appealing that I that I would like my you know child to see. So that like language and violence and whatever um in the home alone movie so this was our follow oh, okay okay yeah language and violence and i alone. i, I well, there's a part I, where kevin's looking at his brother's nudie magazines too i w- i was getting my wires crossed and i thought you were back not to paddington, paddington too no, i was paddington. like what in, in home alone yeah so, yeah so um yeah like he he's watching that kevin's watching that old movie and the guy, you know, busts out a Tommy gun and, and lights up the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it shows this, you know, so it's just like, eesh. Um, Merry Christmas, our, you filthy animal. Fo- yeah, exactly. Our follow-up <clears throat> was Paddington 2. And it's the perfect family movie. Like, um, one of my very, very favorite things about the movie is Brendan Gleeson's character. Yes. Uh, we we just barely watched this and his name is escaping knuckles knuckles uh <laughs> uh so the last movie i had seen brendan gleason in was banshees of anishir <laughs> and so just the contrast of that versus yeah. versus paddington 2 uh you know there's a scene where uh when he when paddington first meets knuckles and he hits him on the head with a baguette and and <laughs> Brendan Gleeson's line is no one bonk no one bonks me on the head with a baguette and uh <laughs> Paddington says sorry for the bonking or something like that like just like the 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 term bonking on the head I don't know just it's it's a very uh it was such a fun there wasn't any scene that I was just like Ooh, I don't I don't know if I wanted you know Graham to see that right like mm-hmm. it was so fun and funny and um and very sweet as well and paddington is just a a kind soul so i i really did love the movie uh and and, and do you do you have like a a, a score that you would give it yeah. yeah let's see so i don't i don't even remember how i had been scoring these if it was out of five or out of ten i think i was doing out of ten 
I believe so. Um, I, I'm gonna give it a nine point one. Okay. Out of ten, nine point one. Excellent. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. This, this is, this is the perfect family movie. Um, I, I watched this by myself. Uh, I was sick with the flu and and fa- found myself home alone one evening. I'm, I'm starting to question whether this was ever like not actually on streaming. And I was just like in, in such a brain fog that I'm like, where is it? I can't stream it. But anyway, it, 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 even if I caught it, you know, during a window where it was kind of between, uh, between streaming services, it was, it was worth the, the four 99 that I paid. Um, I'd give this two, two big marmalade thumbs all the way up. Um, I'd say, I don't know, probably, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a 93 out of a hundred. Um, I counted the number of times I cried. Okay. I, I, I cried. I cried four times during this movie, uh, two times within the, within the first 10 minutes and then two times at the very end. Um, but, but, but the whole time, like my heart, I, I, I felt like the Grinch, my, my, my heart grew three sizes the entire time that I was watching this movie. Absolutely stacked cast. Uh, I, 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 I know that Paddington bear is like a beloved fictional character in, in the UK. And so I'm wondering if they were able to pull on the heartstrings of some, you know, some, some actors and, and get them to agree to do this movie, but also Brennan Gleason is one Hugh Grant is another where it felt like a couple of people who were acting against type and just having a ton of fun in, in this silly earnest world. Um, so yeah, really, really, really great movie excited to discuss it more with you, but this is probably the fewest number of notes that I've ever taken for a movie because I just kept writing like, Oh, I liked that. Yeah. I liked that. Like (laughs) that was good. (laughs) There were so many just like, just little funny, funny scenes, like him, you know, the laundry falling on him in the prison on, on Paddington and then Mm -hmm. throwing the sock in with all the laundry and (laughs) everyone's got pink prison outfits and he's just, you know, Mr. Optimistic about it. It was, it was really, th- there were so many scenes that we just were laughing. Uh, yeah. And, and it's, it's like, it's funny, but it, it, it never felt like um, the comedy was like crossing a line. It just felt like really, um, really simple, funny comedy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, it it can be difficult i think sometimes to convey like earnestness and 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 i don't know a more like a more open hearted approach when when making movies especially because so many family movies already come across as kind of like pandering and 
I don't know, you like you you see previews or, or or you see posters and it it just feels like it was concocted in a lab with like studio executives like what what kind of kooky zany character can we create to you know to get kids to bring their parents or or, or parents to bring their kids to to see this movie it's and yeah oh I can't believe how little we got of of actual flubber in flubber. <laughs> that 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 was like a childhood shattering realization. Um, yeah, but pervert yeah. robot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just, okay, per- perfect. That 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 is a perfect example because flubber was so pandering, it was so weird, and it lacked a lot of heart. But then they had the good sense to cast Robin Williams in, in, in the film. And so he like made up for that. Yeah. But Paddington, Paddington 2, at least, it it felt like that went against a lot of like traditional knowledge. Like th- th- this, this movie changed tone and even theme like at least twice, maybe three times. So... It, it it took some unusual twists and turns, some some risks, but yeah, just fr- like from the drop, it had so much heart, and I was instantly connected to this world. Uh, when 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 you had, it's called London. It's not. It's part of the this world actually. Well, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I I couldn't believe the. The the imaginary worlds that they were taking they, us they, to. They talk so funny. <laughs> Oi Paddington, welcome to the block. It's like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I need subtitles. Um so the the initial scene where like again, I, I cried before the title card because um you you have uh aunt lucy and i can't remember there's the, the p um, i can't remember what it is either yeah uncle. uh yeah and unfortunately uh uncle pastuzo yeah, yeah yeah um yeah so so you 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 have you have aunt lucy and uncle pastuzo who are like they're they're trying to live their dream and and go to london and they they you know they're talking about how the streets are paved with marmalade. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's how Paddington, you know, comes to be like, they, they, they make it, they, they get to have their dream. They, they go to London and then I guess they birth or foster or adopt a, a, a young bear named Paddington. And, and, and that's what it is. But no, they're, they're crossing this bridge kind of beginning their journey and they see, a young cub who's sputtering, trying to get out of this raging river beneath them. And they are able against all odds to, to save him. And uh, aunt Lucy says, what, you know, what, well, Pastuzo, it, it looks like we won't be going to London after all. And I'm like, Oh, just, they immediately give up their, their life's dream. And, and, and of course the, the main thrust of this movie is for Paddington to try and, pay some of that back uh show lucy a little bit of london on her 100th birthday 
Mm. Amazing. It, no, it really is. I I was interested. I didn't look and see the release date of the first Paddington, but I don't. Twenty fourteen. Oh, so there was a four year gap. Yeah. Um, and I I was curious because I'm like, surely with the success of the first two, they would make another. And it says, uh, either late next year or early 2025, Paddington in Peru, the third installment, is happening. Not surprised, like it should. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I um, I love the scene um, in the prison after uh, Pat the Brown family forgets. They don't forget, but they they don't make it in time for uh, visiting hours to visit Paddington. Mm-hmm. And he's tragically left uh, alone and feeling as though he's been removed from the family and then has this uh, kind of like a fantasy of being in the forest with Aunt Lucy and just missing her. And I thought that was extremely tender. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, that like that's his mom, right? Like that's his mom figure. So uh, although he calls her Aunt Lucy, it's it really is his mom. So just that like for a kid's movie, just an incredibly um, deep and moving sentiment to have this feeling of like not being wanted and longing for like parental love. uh, I thought was really sweet in the, that prison scene. Yeah. So this, this whole movie radiates a lot of like Ted Lasso energy where you have you 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 have these men who are taking steps to try and like heal their inner inner child and put down their 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 machismo and I I think that Knuckles obviously like begins to represent that like <laughs> Paddington uh who literally no doubt has like very soft padded hands um, from, from a life of leisure and, and marmalade sandwiches um, is in prison, which was an unhinged plot beat. I I, I can't tell you how shocked I was when, <laughs> when, 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 when he, when he ended up in uh and he's there for like the majority of the film in prison it seems yeah i i I could not believe how much of the film like what when when he got to prison i thought like oh this will just be like a funny little no like he was in the clink but it was there yeah uh knuckles was making slop you know like 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 he always (laughs) did and paddington was like this this is just terrible just terrible I, I'm gonna have to talk to him, and they're like, "No, no, don't say anything." He's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, the the best in that was the the security guard when oh, yeah. uh, when Paddington's <laughs> yeah. walking up, and he goes, he gets on his mic and says, he's like, we better get the ambulance ready or yeah. something like that.' Yeah, and, and then and then when he when he like goes up and and tells him like your food's gritty and hits him with the baguette he says oh no cancel the ambulance call the priest or something like that yeah yeah <laughs> get, get the corner yeah it's <laughs> yeah it's, it's good it, it was yeah. um I, like i i don't really know 
movies like this, we've had a few like that. I mean, Flubber was a Flubber. We actually had more to say because of how shocking it was. Um, But this one just felt like it, it like you. I didn't have a ton of notes. It was more just. Um, extremely fun, funny, heartwarming, mm-hmm. and, and and I just loved the very like s- seeing the very end, uh, and the emotions that you feel, you know, when Aunt Lucy, you know, comes to London, uh, you know, is is that that journey's paid for her, yeah, and then relating that back to, um, the unbearable weight of massive talent when they're seen bawling as the movie's wrapping up. Mm-hmm. like that that's the scene they had just you know yeah experienced and it's yeah it it really was um just a fantastic movie this this movie uh, again i i don't know if hugh grant and brendan gleason or or whoever like came like grew up with 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 paddington bear books or or if they like read them to their kids or whatever, but the whole movie just brought so much like great, great performances out of, uh, out, out of the characters, uh, Sally Hawkins, the, the actress who I, I originally knew from like shape of water. It just, everyone really brought it. Um, and I, I I don't know it it's it's special when it feels like what what you're watching on the screen you 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 can almost feel like the the love that was put into it from from each of the each of the people and like I don't know I <laughs> I, I I think when I was younger you know I'd be like oh man that 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 was really good they they must all be great friends you know and then life happens and you realize like oh you know not 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 everyone is as close off screen as as they are on screen and maybe this was one of those things where i don't know uh peter capaldi get get gets offset and just you know slams the door to his trailer and and doesn't want to be bothered until the next take uh but i i i have to imagine that that everyone really enjoyed uh, doing this because it you 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 could feel it again. Hugh Grant was the antagonist, but like he was such a fun, a goofball, right? Villain, yeah, yeah. Like having um, Phoenix Buchanan, who's like this once well-regarded actor who's now doing like dog food commercials or, or, or fancy feast commercials or whatever and <laughs> Paddington absolutely undressing him at the fair like oh yeah it's it, it, it's it's such a shame that now you now you've you're only doing fancy feast commercials um yeah it, it but like I, I i don't know for for it to go from this like silly goofy movie to like a legal procedural drama that talks about the failings of the criminal justice system. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously like very lightly, but <laughs> it, it was heavy stuff uh, for, for a kid's movie, but, but it all, it all played, it all worked. You know, I was interested. Um, 
I, I wish I, I guess I knew more about, uh, like Paddington bear. Like I, I admittedly don't know. Like I had heard of it prior of Paddington bear prior to these movies, but like, did I read Paddington bear when I was little? There's a chance I had read a book or, or something like that. But I imagine it Paddington's much more of like a, like a, a cultural, I don't even want to say icon, but like has more of a footprint in the UK um, than he does here. And so like, just kind of what you were saying about people genuinely caring about the movie. It, it makes me wonder if the, that care and like the sincerity in the movie comes from the, like the meaningful role and like just treating it as, as like precious cargo, right? Like treating yeah. it like this is something that is special to us. And so we should, we should be involved in the project and then give good performance in the, pro in the project as well. Whereas like you can contrast that directly with like the little mermaid, right? Like mm -hmm. there, there are so many kids in the United States who I'm sure had some connection to Ariel or, you know, someone in the movie and then having, having, Disney come out with something that just feels like not, I don't want to say insincere, but kind of maybe just like trying to force, um, force the movie. That doesn't even sound right, quite right. Like Paddington is something to be desired. The movie was, mm -hmm. and the, the live action remake of the little mermaid feels as if it was something, um, we should want to desire, but, felt more forced on us than anything else which might explain why the budget you know it didn't make back what it what its budget was i was just looking at the the box office for paddington i didn't look at the budget but it made 282 in the box office uh 282 million which is more than what the little mermaid made and i'm yeah. sure the i didn't know what the reviews are for the little mermaid but um i imagine with what it brought home probably not nearly as good as Paddington. Um, but I don't know. I guess my point is like the, these, like maybe there's just an oversaturation of content. Like we are getting things that we don't necessarily ask for. Like with Paddington, if you're, if you're treating it as like this cultural gem, right? Like something that we should revere or we should treat with care then like movies and and anything we produce will will like have that amount of detail and respect put into it but you know if there's just this mass production of anything any good any you know entertainment whatever like there's less care maybe that goes into it I, that's just kind of a thought yeah but yeah i i, I as you mentioned there 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 does seem to be like this level of, of, of care of, of, of effort. Um, and I, I found out, so Paddington bear number one originally comes from Peru. Like oh, that, that's like, interesting. yeah, like that's apparently the like jungle that they okay. were in. Um, 
I, I'm I'm not going to read too much into that. Sure. Okay. He's a bear from Peru. Uh, and he made it to London. Great. Um, but also Pat Paddington, Paddington bear originally came out in 1958. So yeah, like it, it would, it would stand a reason that even if they didn't necessarily grow up with it, like this is a character that is very, very, very well known. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. He's the, he, he, he's like the, the lawful good version to Garfield, the cat's chaotic evil. Um, <laughs> just so, yeah. So someone who is in the collective conscience, um, it, anyway, um, I, I, I like, I I'm, I'm, tr I'm trying not to be a broken record, but the, the earnestness of this, of this little bear, uh, I, I, I appreciate that we see so much of like Paddington's goodwill reflected off of others, like virtually everyone in the block, uh, where, where he and the Browns live when he's not in the clink, um, is, is like made better by Paddington, you know, trying to help them. E e even if he's not very good at like helping or giving advice or whatever, that that willingness to engage opens them up to like meeting someone or you know whatever um and yeah he's he's a very good bear um and and and, and again like at at the heart of it this this idea that like paddington has helped a lot of people but that's only made possible by this like ultimate sacrifice from, from aunt Lucy and him wanting to pay her back. And it, you know, not, not working over and over and over again. And then finally getting that resolution, which I mean, we, we, we've already mentioned it, but I guess like spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> every, and everyone chipping in so that aunt Lucy can, can finally live her dream as well. Uh, it's it's enough to make Nicolas Cage and uh, and Pedro Pascal cry, and I'm certainly no better than them. Had 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 quite a few tears rolling down my my flushed cheeks uh, as I was battling battling the flu watching this movie. You know, I was just interested. Did sorry, did you say <clears throat> did you say in the fifties uh, is when Paddington came out? Yep, fifty eight. British British produced is this like a British uh do you, yeah. do you know? it is okay okay that's what i figured yep. um but Winnie the Pooh also British uh 25 is when Winnie the Pooh came around mm -hmm. is what it said so quite a bit before but yeah. interesting i'd be interested to you know, do a little comparison sometime with those with those two. Um, it's, it's something with the British and their bears. I don't know. That that is a really good point. Um, I I know that Winnie the Pooh like basically came about because A. A. Milne, the 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 creator and author, um, he he went and served in World War One, and it 
really messed him up mentally. And so I guess, I guess is just kind of like a diversion. Uh, he wrote little stories, you know, but, but between his son and, and, and his favorite bear. Um, I certainly hope that Paddington's origin stories are, are slightly less macabre, uh, but <laughs> yeah. Hey, have we, uh, I, I, I don't necessarily have anything else to say. I think I've kind of exhausted my thoughts with Paddington. Uh, yeah, the second, movie. sorry, I, I need to check out the first one still. Um, but highly recommend you all need to go check it out. Yeah. Get, like, Watch, watch Paddington too, but I, I I really think that in order to fully appreciate um, Paddington in Peru, you're 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 gonna need to know the full lore. Uh, yeah. So so de- definitely, yeah. Sky, Skyler and I will make make it our missions to to watch that first movie so that we can be fully prepped and latch on to any nuance and and subtleties that might be thrown our way with Paddington in Peru. We have probably a year, maybe more, to yeah. see Paddington. So, well, I mean, let me know if you can fit it in with your busy schedule with all your friends watching movies. But I know I'll be able to do it. We should. So we should be so niche next year with our like, <laughs> with our with with what we decide to watch instead of instead of um, martial arts. We should do animated bear shows from the UK. <laughs> so, <laughs> like okay re- re- really scraping the bottom of the barrel apparently this is i don't know kev kevin the panda um we'll, we'll or 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 you're like all right now we'll watch babar they're like that's an elephant like okay well close enough it's, i mean we yeah it's it's <laughs> as long as it's yeah it's produced you know in the uk we're good we got it yeah we boxed um, ourselves in um oh that just wasn't there a movie that came out recently about about uh winnie the pooh let's see oh it's a christopher robin one right something like that oh yeah 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 um it doesn't matter oh there was a winnie the pooh movie that came out in 2011 that was really good but yeah who's grand adventure the search for christopher robin was was my favorite that was a great one when they go to skull Christopher Robbins at school and they think he went to school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good one. Yeah. A- Owl spreading his wise knowledge tells them they went to school. Also, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know if this is like, because I was getting ready for, for this. Um, but Paddington two uh, has been, popping up that uh, apparently there is a they're they're releasing the soundtrack on vinyl and for the past two days i've gotten so many advertisements for that but they also have a record that is a uh what, what what's what's called a picture disc so like it, you can have a a picture on it and they have an a side b side like single uh the the front is just paddington's little face and on the back, he's holding a stack of marmalade sandwiches. Um, and I don't need it, but he's a cute little bear. I mean, it's it, 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 it's it's hard to say no to that face. Uh, for me, for if me. it was if it was Brennan Gleason, 
um, doing, <laughs> doing the same thing, I think I would buy it. The 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 front is is of Paddington, and then on the back is Brendan Gleeson with the floppy red hat and the little toggle coat. Uh, that yeah, cool, awesome. Well, Paddington, check it out. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh any suggestions for what we're gonna review next? I do. So um, we we have we have a fan who is you know pretty, pretty locked into the podcast no but shout out to ryan for sure yeah we miss you ryan we 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 honestly this is almost like a just complete blanket uh invitation if you listen to this podcast and you want to join us for an episode let us know yeah uh, anyone and yeah, and 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 I'm sure that we would be happy to accommodate that. But this this person does have uh, they they're more able to to bend my ear than than most. Uh, it is my sweet wife Taylor. Okay, she she wanted to come on the podcast. Thought that there were enough stinky boy voices and and wa- wanted to bring a more feminine touch. And she suggested that we review uh, a movie that we watched last year around this time and really enjoyed uh, the menu starring. Oh um, yeah. Starring Anya Taylor, joy, Nicholas Holt and um, Voldemort. What was that guy's name? Uh, I thought it was Voldemort. Yeah. Well, Tom, um, Riddle, Tom Riddle, Tom it's, um, <laughs> That's gonna bug us. I know this is gonna Academy Award winner, Ralph Fine. Yeah, Ralph Fines. Whew. His son's acting, isn't he? I think his um, son's acting. Sure. Let's see. Also, uh, because I looked that up, I found out that Eddie Izzard uh, plays Lord Voldemort in the Lego Batman movie, <laughs> which. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Oh my gosh. with Eddie Izzard. Yes. But that's I the Lego Batman movie, Graham is obsessed. Um it might be one of the best. Oh, I love the Lego Batman movie. It's so good. I uh Joseph Joseph Fine, yeah. Okay. Son. He's been in a few things. Sweet. Um yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. The menu. Um, I've seen it once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, didn't take a very critical view, so I'm going to definitely watch it again. I'll probably watch it with Grace. Yeah. And we will, I will come up with some, some thoughts, some deep thoughts. And like, if, if Grace wants to join the, the, the more the merrier, but of course, um, somebody's got to you know look after your your kooky kids so may- maybe it it would either be a really really late recording uh <laughs> like what like 1 a.m your time yeah <laughs> um or yeah uh, or we could get a sitter you know we could we could make it work but um i'm guessing <sighs> i don't know how much this might need might not be up grace's alley so we'll see we'll see yeah, but uh, I'll see if I can get her to watch it with me. Yeah, well, I mean, again, 
I'd I'd love to chat with Grace, but feel feel free to keep your powder dry, so to speak. Keep keep that bullet in the chamber so that you don't have to uh, pay a babysitter to do this podcast. But <laughs> our, our 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 hundreds of thousands of of listeners would would definitely appreciate it. Yes, the menu. I'm so down. That sounds great. Um, cool. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get on that and. Um... Sounds good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us in this, in this episode that we are, you know, we're, 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 we're glad to get one more episode in at the tail end of 2023. We look forward to reviewing more movies and, uh, sharing our, our opinions in 2024. See ya. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, stay zippy.